Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and kicking off the first episode for the podcast in 2022, I'm joined by beef farmer Ronan Delaney from Dunshockton County Mead to get an insight into his farming system, how he's managed to meet the challenge of reducing the age to slaughter and his plans to progress in the year ahead. Ronan, Happy New Year, you're very welcome. You have years of experience finishing cattle. Can you tell me about your farming system? Well, sure, I suppose we're kind of a typical Irish family farm. Um, myself and dad are here kind of at us day to day. Um, I have two young kids. My partner works off farm. Mom is involved in other things off farm. It's all hands on deck sometimes. Um, we've about 200 acres, I suppose, give or take. Uh, maybe 400 yows approximately and we try and finish 210 or 20 heifers every year uh, mainly off grass if we can and can you talk me through what what type of cattle you're looking at buying in if you're finishing over 200 heifers a year what are you looking for when you're going to the market trying to source heifers yeah well if if you came to our farm and looked at the cattle we have you'd see every colour under the sun and every type under the sun, really. We don't we don't have a, a particular preference. We buy a mixture of everything. Our sort of main thing uh, when we're buying them is we want to try and buy them at a year old at approximately 350 kilos on their first move, if we can. Um, just feel that they're probably heifers that didn't get a setback they were on, you know, you don't want you don't want to be buying cattle that were moved around the country too much because, in my opinion, there's far too much moving of stock going on for no real need. Um, so that's what we stick to. We have a price per kilo in our head. We do all our purchasing online since COVID started. I haven't bought an animal in, in a mart um, since pre-COVID. I've actually... But online marts, I've bought cattle in marts now that I've never even set foot in. Um, buy them online, we pay for them online, and they get we get delivered here to the farm the next day. And it it, it actually it works very well because our I just printed off our ICBF uh, slaughter report last night for 2021, well up to last week, and 30% of our carcasses this year are great nor plus or better which will be up a lot on when I was actually physically going to the market. And the fact you're buying a variety of different breeds, what's your final decision when you're sitting at home buying the cattle online as to whether you're going to buy or not? Their age, their weight, their number of moves and price per kilo. And what are you looking for on a price per kilo or what have you in your head for? Oh, sure. The last four or five years, I keep records of all but in the last four or five years, we're kind of operating at an average of around 220 a kilo. We'd be buying some at two euros a kilo, maybe 195 a kilo, and we'd be buying others at 240 and 250 a kilo. It depends because we buy we'd buy U grade Belgian blues, we'd buy O minus Angus and Herefords, um, and everything in between. Um, because we want we find if you buy a good variety from Herefords, Angus, Charlottes, Limousines, and all the crosses in between, that it works well for a grass-based system in that 
plain or poor quality ones will come straight off the grass in July, August, September, whatever, any feeding. They're gone out of the system um, when the price is a bit higher because they're invariably, because of their breeds, they're a little bit poorer on the grade and higher the price you're going at them in the middle of the summer, you know, the better for that type of animal. Whereas when it comes to this time of the year, if you go down our yard today, there's good quality charlets and limousines down there that are on six or seven kilos of nuts a day. And they'll put on the weight for you in September, October, November. Whereas you just find if you bought all of one type, you'd be selling them all. We, we try we're aiming to sell the cattle at least nine months of the year if we can, or 10 months. And from once the cattle arrive on the yard, how are they managed on the farm? When they come from the mart, in say January, February, March time, we normally put them into a straw bed, get a bale of hay, and that's pretty much it. And a drink of water, obviously, but that's kind of pretty much it for two or three days. Just let them settle, keep an eye on them, don't really go near them. Um, and they're here maybe about a week, we'd slip their tails, slip all their backs. They'll go, depending on the time in the spring, we house all our yows for lamb, and so if the old lamb, in February, March, we'll ramp up buying heifers as the sheep sheds come empty. Um, and it, it, it works the same this time of the year when the sheep are out. Leave the sheep sheds full now with finishing heifers. So six months of the year, but we, we clip their backs and tails. They might go on to slats, then they might go on to straw. They'll just be on silage. Um, we probably give them products maybe after three weeks or a month to cover fluke and worms. Um, normally we dose them if we can down the throat uh, when they get here for us. I just find it's probably, I just think it, it cleans them out better. It's cheaper as well, but I just think it's, I think it's, it, it's probably too many porons and um Injections just been used. I think the, the dosing sometimes can can work just as well or better, and um, it just takes a bit of work and organisation. That's all. And how and are they managed then when they go to grass? We 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 just we normally try and put the the smallest, lightest ones out first. We let them out in groups of ten, maybe even groups of five. Um, we don't start off because we've yows and lambs around the farm. We don't start off with a big bank of grass in any one particular area. Um, so we, we, we normally put five cattle to the different fields. We've three, our farm is in three divisions. Um, one is about two and a half kilometers away and then the other one's about six or seven kilometers away. So when they go out to those farms, they stay out. So that's why we put five out maybe the middle of February. We could have 50 out, but they'd be in 10 different groups of five. And then as the weeks go on and the weather gets better, we bunch them up into groups of 40 or 50, or maybe 25. That's, we wouldn't put any more than 50 together in a grazing group with maybe 80 or 90 yows on their lambs. And they'll just be rotationally grazed then for the summer. And that's it. It's, they'll get a dose if they need it, maybe when they're coughing in June or July. But um look at them for five minutes every day and that's it we just we, we try to do it with as little effort and as little labor as we can 
And based on your experience, what targets are you aiming for then when you're starting to draft them from grass? Well, in June and July, maybe in August, when we're going with um, some maybe more than dairy cross cattle, we'd be going at 255, 260, 270 kilos um, at 17, 18, 19 months of age. We, we don't have, this is probably, we don't have set weight in our head that we want to get a heifer to. That kind of starts when we're buying them. We'll buy a 300 kilo Hereford heifer maybe if she's at two euros a kilo or 190 kilo. And because of where we are farming in County Mead, those heifers tend to get very fat, very quick up here. So if she gets to July and we think she's enough cover on her and she's only 245, 250 kilos and we're going to make our margin on her, she's gone out the gate, you know. Um, so we, we don't have, as they come fit, we start selling them and that's just it. Um, that's why it's so crucial today we're buying them to stick to your, to stick to your the price you have in your head and the price you think you're going to get for them in the autumn when you're buying them, you know. That's the beauty of the online marts. You're not under pressure to buy cattle like you were years ago. If you drove to the west of Ireland where we buy 90 nine percent of our cattle the three-hour drive maybe down there the whole day down there if trade was dear with the best will in the world you might stand there for an hour and not buy anything but eventually you get sucked in and you'll say i'm not going to waste my day and you'll buy 10 or 12 or eight because last spring several days i came up from the yard after lamignos and watched the computer for 40 minutes an hour got nothing turned it off and went back down to the yard and did my jobs and I might come in that evening at seven o'clock and turn on a different mark or turn on a different mark the next day. You know, it, it's it's just made the job so much easier. Like. It's made life a lot, lot easier from a labour point of view as well, as you mentioned. And for the heifers that you've in at the moment that you've mentioned that are, what are, rate of concentrates are they getting or how are you going to achieve a fat cover on those heifers? They're on, uh, as I said to you earlier, by... By buying a big range and mixture of cattle, you'll end up with 70 or 80 cattle in November that are your Charolais and your limousines, your better quality cattle. Um, we'll just put, we'll just kind of draft them by eye off grass, maybe in, and like this year they were out till well into November. We obviously brought in maybe 10 or 12 earlier, started them on feed. We've three sheds down there where we probably have 10 or 12 heifers in each shed and they'll start. We just put them in today on hay or haylage and we just start them straight away on six or seven kilos and up today. We don't do any building up on two kilos for a week or 10 days. They just go straight on six, seven kilos a day. And after three or four weeks, we just start drafting out the ones that are finished and if we take out five out of the shed, we'd put five other ones in to keep up the number 10 and they just start eating on the six or seven kilos. And like that, we just keep going until January, February, till they're all gone. The fact your average slaughter age for heifers is 19 and a half months. Some might say it's hard to do. What's your secret for achieving that from grass? I'd say it's where we live. I'd say it's where we live. Um, and it's also probably... We are very lucky. Like 
we've all our lambs gone this year, I know all our lambs gone this year with no concentrates, bar maybe 20 ram lambs. Heifers probably fed 35 or 40 so far. There's another 35 or 40 to go on feed out of 220 or 30 in the year. That'll show you how many we're killing off. But we, we don't have an agenda in our head really that they need to be X weight going to the factory, X age. That's why I like buying that heifer that's a year old at 350 or 60 or 400 kilos, whatever she is. Um, she might be only nine months age and she'd be 400 kilos. Like the youngest heifer we killed this year was 13 months of age and the oldest one I think was 26 months of age. And do you think that 19 and a half months, can that be reduced? Like you've mentioned there, that heifer that you've killed, a, ver- a huge variation across the heifers up to 26 months. Is there... The, the majority of them will be like at 17, 18, 19 months. Like rarely, be very few of ours will go over 20 months. But it, some other people might come to our yard and say, God, you know, you should be feeding them cattle for another year. But... Like I saw a heifer last night on online in a march. She was 2018 born heifer, 600 kilos. She made 14, 1430. And we sold heifers yesterday at 20 months of age that made 1460. And they weren't 600, they were maybe 600 kilos alive. I just think there's far too many older cattle floating around. She had five moves on her that heifer online last night as well. So I just think get them in, get them out, buy another heifer, um, go again. Because the more heifers you can move in the year and make your margin on each one, it's better for you than keeping them for two years and only making the same margin. And you also run a sheep flock, Roland. What benefits are you seeing to having a mixed beef and sheep system? I don't think you could measure the benefits, even though I've read stuff in, in books and at conferences where they, they say it's only a small uh, benefit. I, I I think it's a huge benefit, just from even grazing wise, fields. Some beef people who have come to our farm to walk and looking at cattle or sheep for different events have always said that they couldn't believe how thick the butt is on our farm. Uh, I think that's like that on any beef or sheep farm. Like the sheep will eat all the stuff the cattle won't eat. They'll eat in close to the dung paths. I definitely think, I don't care what anyone says, I definitely think it has a huge uh, effect on cattle having, I wouldn't say more resistance to worms, but definitely are cleaner, the cattle and the sheep. And cleaner, as I mean, in a warm board. Like I, I, no, I think they're... Um, I don't think you could measure the benefits. I just, I can just see it, you know, in, in, in what we're doing here with the cattle and the sheep. But, um, and like as well as that, as that, like have your sheep out maybe a bit earlier in the year if the, the grass is growing, you can keep the cattle in a bit longer. Like the whole thing fits in, fits in well. When, when the sheep are taken away from their lambs up with the grass, well, you have your cattle there to eat all that grass, you know. And looking to the new year, what would be the key two or three areas that you're going to be focusing on on your farm? I'd say every year should we try to grow more grass and keep more heifers. Um, I, I, I really think coming back to it, 
I think the online mart has been the biggest game changer for the beef for a beef farmer in Ireland. If if because like trading beef and cattle is just like trading any commodity. And you look at stockbrokers, bankers, anyone in business, they're the first thing they do in the morning when they go in is turn on the computer and look at their spreadsheets or their the FTSE or the New York Stock Exchange or whatever, see what way things have gone and whatever shares and whatever business they're in. So cattle jobs should be just the same. Like and that's what we're not buying any cattle at the minute, but I would always still look at the mark for 10 or 20 minutes every day. And I think in the new year, sure, we'll start off buying and we'll see what way things are going. And sure, we'll, um, we'll still have the same budget in our head for finishing price and finishing weight. Um, we'll obviously, our average carcass weight this year is 299 kilos. So, um, like to probably try and get that up a little bit if we could maybe um it's just I suppose to keep 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 going finish more cattle if you can um maybe try and do a second batch of cattle buy some more cattle in July when the first ones are gone and and turn over two cattle in the year if you can you know so you'd be hoping to increase the number of heifers from 200 to I would I'd like to, I'd like to try and try and go with maybe five heifers every week for nine months of the year, 10 months of the year, I'd like to be able to go with five heifers for the full 12 months of the year because it's a fantastic way of selling them. You're hitting all the high spots, you're hitting all the low spots and you get a good average over the whole year, you know. You have the ones off the grass, you have the ones out of the shed, the whole thing complements each other and it fits in well with what, what we're trying to do here, which is just like, we feed the heifers in the shed with buckets takes five or ten minutes in the morning, five or ten minutes in the evening. Like we have a meal bin that holds five ton of meal. We're just we're just trying to do it as simply as we can, which is least amount of work and effort as we can as well. You know? That's great, Ronan. Most definitely key points for working on in the year ahead. And thanks very much for your insight into the farming system. Happy New Year. Okay, happy New Year to you as well, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Ronan for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.